Here I go again Same old bar, same old friends It's just my place for security Place like home friends like you and me Here I go Hello everybody and welcome back to the Patrick Lally Show podcast. That's right, we are recording live down here in the best little city in America, beautiful downtown Sioux Falls at the Full Circle Book Co-op, 123 West 10th Street, where each and almost every Tuesday we record this podcast in front of a nearly live audience uh, as we lead into the uh, City Council Bingo. No City Council Bingo tonight because City Council was last night. I don't know. This is a randomly moved to a Monday. Well, it's because they all went to Pierre to watch uh, those oh. jokesters. I guess... Learn how to not govern some more. All right. Learn. Oh, you know, is that that's like the the the, the clash of of of, of uh, like bad government. Yeah. Well, the yeah, Sioux Falls yeah, City yeah. Council yeah. and the legislature. Who would win in a fight? No, actually, you know what? In that in that, you comparing the Sioux the the city council to the legislature is not even really fair because the Sioux Falls City Council at least are you know beyond the Cro Magnum stage. I don't think you're right. <laughs> right. I would say that the South Dakota legislature is in the dark ages. At least the Sioux Falls governing body might be in the Middle Ages. <laughs> That's true. We'll talk They're not about... in the Renaissance. Here, no, they were sure. clearly not in the Enlightenment. <laughs> uh, we're going to talk about that later with our guest, who uh, we've already did, dove right in. Uh, uh, Scott Hudson, long, often frequent guest, Scott Hudson. Yeah, it's been a while, though. It's been, yeah, a, been it a couple been a months. While. And you know, um, we don't. You've been on periodically doing like a uh, uh, people just get out of town situation, mm-hmm. and they do a little interludes. But it's been a while since you've done the whole show. And today, you are the guest. Oh wow! That's it. You're the only I'm guest. So important. Woo! Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. And and the crowd goes wild. And we've got unlimited time and clearly unlimited topics. Oh boy! So this is strapping kids. <laughs> Uh, as I said, I have some opinions. The Full Circle Book Co-op is kind enough to let us use their space here, and uh, we thank them for that. Uh, remember, they are your conservative, communist, left-leaning, libertarian bookstore and cafe in Sioux Falls at one two three West Tenth Street, just off the Strip, here between wedged between the pinball joint and the axe throwing joint. It's kind of a nice little sandwich of businesses there. Yeah, it is. It's it's getting hip and happening. And actually, you know, the little joint up here on the corner that used to be the uh, the, the like the audio dubbing place. Yes. You're say, yeah. that that spot's open. I know it's been uh, it's been for sale for a while. Why yeah, has anybody grabbed that? It's a small inside, but it's I mean it has potential. It's two floors. Maybe that could be a Patrick Lally podcast uh, studio space. The, the Patrick Lally podcast cafe. There you go. How's that? There you go. I like that. We're only open on Tuesdays I, hey, from 5.30 to 6.30. I, I would move the ledge there. I would move oh, Big Brother Gossip there. Wait a minute. I would move day drinking yeah. there. Wait a minute. This is, I feel, I feel an enterprise coming on. A podcast co-op. A podcast co-op. I like that a lot. And casino. Other people, and casino. <laughs> well, we got to make money somehow. True. We got, we got sponsors. In fact, one of the sponsors of this program... Uh, is uh, of course Northview Bait and Tackle. Of course, uh, your home for live bait, dead tackle, propane, propane accessories, U-Haul of all types, uh, self storage, high end dog and cat food. That's uh, Northview Bait and Tackle on North Kiwanis Avenue, just off Russell Street. Go in there, talk to Stob. 
Pretty much anything you want Stop to do, if you give him a couple bucks, he'll do it. <laughs> <laughs> yep, exactly. Okay. And uh, but He's always I, been kind of like that. Yeah. I need people, disgruntled former city commissioner Matt Staub uh, is the proprietor of said Northview Bait and Tackle and a frequent uh, guest on this program. Uh, I, what I want is for people to go in there and tell them that they're there for the free peanut and Coke deal. You okay. go in and you say, I heard this on the Patrick Lally Show podcast. That if I come in here, Staub will give me free peanuts and a Coke. And I, that is true. That is, that's the offer. Oh, wow. Okay. And I, he has not, I have not heard back from him. Uh, I so missed the poker are, game, are you so. saying that his advertising sales, you know, part of this show is now working out to his benefit? I need to show the power, the power of the Patrick Lally Show podcast to put butts in the seats. You know what I'm saying? Sure, sure. So do that. Go out to Northview Bait and Tackle. We have another. We have another sponsor, but I haven't worked up their spiel yet. What, are they giving you anything yet? Yeah. You better make up some spiel. Well, actually, um, they haven't. Actually, I've actually purchased more product. Mm. This has just turned into me purchasing more product. It's kind of like me when I tried to get some record stores, like like um, sponsor the Ledge. You no matter how many records somebody gave me, I. <laughs> I I would have always bought more than, you know. Come on, guys. Pull the me insanity up. of my life. <coughs> I just coughed over the mic. But I covered you it. You went away, yes. I did. I we'll did. take that it's out. It's kind of a Les Mills exercise move. <laughs> we'll take that out in post. Uh, anyway, Scott's here today. And uh, I always enjoy talking to Scott because we can talk about a lot of things. And uh, we think of this as primarily a uh, city sort of politics and government podcast, though we have strayed. Uh, but and we will talk about that because you can talk about those things. You can talk about state government and that it is idiocy from you know the curmudgeon standpoint. You can talk about uh, the halftime show. <laughs> uh, we'll get into that, um, and of course music. Uh, and so I, that's but that's but we where we want to start. I think. Are you ready for this? Okay. Y'all, y'all ready for this? Um, You, of course, are well known for the people, institutions, things that should get out of town. Oh, we're jumping right into that. The long running. Let's get right to it, Scott. Okay. Let's get right to it. Uh, uh, Who, who, or what, or it should get out of town. Well, we're expanding the boundaries of the get out of town. It's now get out of state. Oh, okay. We're going to get a bus. It's got to be kind of a big bus, but not a lot of seats because I want them to be very, very uncomfortable. <laughs> <laughs> and we're going to drive up to Pier. Yes. And we're going to load all those Neanderthals into the freaking bus. I think send them, uh, you know, San Francisco would be a place to take them to. Just drop um, them in time. West Hollywood would be a good place to take them to. Um, Venice Beach. Yeah, but yeah, I mean, there's 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 a multitude of places. Maybe just for a week. Key let, West. Let them let them have to spend some time with people that obviously they've never encountered in their lives. Wait, wait, I like this. Only I, I have one addendum to your thing. In, in as you go through this, and we'll come back to you in a minute. If you put them in Venice Beach, Union Square, San Francisco, uh, Key West, where they have to wear a sign. That says, yes, I am a South Dakota legislator. Yes. Oh, yes, yes. Yes. Um, 
You know, and maybe Laverne Cox could meet them at wherever they're being dropped off. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Um, she was on Curb Your Enthusiasm last night. Really? On a very similar storyline, ah, which is hilarious. Um, yeah, these these fucking assholes. <laughs> I, you know, I don't care if a person's Republican or Democrat. I never have. I'm not a member of either party, so... You know, some of your friends that are listening, oh, that fucking libtard Scott. Yep. No, I, I'm not a member of either party. Right. But and you're not really liberal. I'm, I'm not, I'm not, I'm just an That's asshole. <laughs> um, I've been embarrassed by our legislature every single goddamn year. I, I have started on Twitter, abolish the legislature. We, they're not, they're, they're, they don't pay any attention to the things that matter, like teacher salary, shit like that. They wait. I mean, you look. You know, this year we're getting all the national publicity because of their idiocy. Again, but, but you look at the proclamations that they do every year. Which is why? Why are they even doing proclamations? Do you really think that when they send the "Thank you, Donald Trump" proclamation, that Donald Trump even reads it? Yeah, you know, no. it's like it's it's a given. Of course, they're on it. This resolution declaring that we yeah, are the greatest uh, legislature on the face of the planet. Let's. Okay, two things I want to bring up. One is, we complain all the time about how the youth leave the state. Yeah. That's a good example right there. Why? Right. And wasn't it just last year? The evils of, you know, other special interest groups are the reason why we cannot allow... Uh, citizen initiatives on the ballot. Let's yeah. make that harder. Which was who's writing these stupid these stupid laws that they're passing right now? They're not South Dakotans. No, they're Al- it's Alec. It's Alec. Yes. It's which is uh, I can't even remember what the acronym stands for, but it's a conservative group. They they pay all these legislators to come to whatever convention, and then they basically hand them language for bills. Yes. And they do it over and over again. And they promise that they'll, def- they'll put the money up to defend them yep. for the inevitable lawsuits. Yep. And every time when they do one of these, they'll give it to some dullard legislator. They'll say, you should like introduce Fred this. Like Fred Deutsch. Like Fred Deutsch. And and I know Fred. And uh, they'll give him the... And Fred's not a dullard, but come on. The, these other but he's guys, the adult but, in the room. And then they... Um, That's his quote. And the, Yeah. Oh, my God. And then... You ask a, these legislators who introduce this stuff will get questioned, and they don't know what the hell they're talking about. They because don't. Because they don't know what the bill says. Yeah. They never read it. Yeah. They never took the time to even read the piece of crap legislation that they got paid to introduce. They're and morons. They're, and they're just getting started. We, we have the L... Excuse me if I get the letters in the wrong order. LGBTQ? I know that okay. I, I, I got yelled at <laughs> once because I got B and G in the wrong order. Yeah. Um... The surrogacy thing. Why are they bothering with surrogacy? Now they want to have the coded language about, you know, anti-gay, you know. What are they so worried about? All I, whenever I hear, whenever I read all this stuff is, and I hear these people talk is, all I can think of is, what, are, how closeted are you? <laughs> wow, that's, that's a line I wouldn't have even gone to. Because nobody gets this mad at homosexuality. Or uh, um, you know bisexuality or you know, trans? How can you get mad at somebody who's um, transgender? Plus, isn't the party supposed to stay out of people's homes? No, no, they gave that up a long time ago. Okay. The um, okay. the what? Are, why? What? what I don't where know. does I, that yeah, anger yeah. come from? That 
Man, it's a homosexual. What is that? I I don't get it. I I personally don't care what my neighbor's doing, as long as it doesn't affect me. You know, my neighbor could be having. Well, they might be having orgies actually. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just mad I'm not invited. <laughs> uh, how does this keep happening? Uh, I, I don't understand why, you know, if I don't like something, and, and I'll use music as an example. Yep. I have always, when people go on my, you know, social media and bitch about this band or that band or that band, I say, go to your own page and do that. And I will bitch and rant about bands I hate on my page. Right. But I'll never say, you can't listen to them, you can't like them. It's the same with, with social stuff. Yep. Just because I don't understand... And I don't understand the transgender thing. I don't understand why. No, you don't feel like you're I, a woman trapped in a man's body. No, so okay. it, it, I don't understand. But just because I don't understand it doesn't mean that it should be outlawed. No. And the thing is, is that, you know, I, I just, it's, it's, it's just sort of foreign to me um, how somebody can get that obsessed with somebody else, right? Yeah. So Fred Deutsch whom I met before he was a legislator. He had gotten into cycling, you know, and I met him, and, and, and that's fine. Some of your cycling friends. Oh well, God. I mean, it, I, don't know that he, I don't know that he could show up at a group ride right now. Yeah. And, um, but that sort of obsession with transgender, right? And he pawns it on protecting children. Well, th- this is not happening in the status. You are not solving anything. No. So, but where does that just fear come from? Because I know some transgender people. So do I. It's not not like, oh, I have transgender friends. No, it's interesting to me. It's foreign to me. I don't want to do it. But that person... This is just a person. Mm-hmm. You know what I talk about with my tra- main transgender friend? Biking. Biking. <laughs> so you talk about that with me, and I don't even bike. That's 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 why I know her. I wouldn't even know her if it wasn't for biking. So most of the, here, here's the thing. Here's the secret. Most people know a transgender and don't even know it. Because right. they're uh, just a person. That's it's not like a. People, I'm, not, I'm not breaking new ground here by saying they're a person. <laughs> I mean, no, that's, that's like right. obvious. <laughs> and then, you know, the sort of general confusion with transvestite, transgender, Fred down the street. You know, I mean, they don't, they make no. But so getting back to that, you've got this bus. Yeah. We I, we got off topic. Well, and there's there's gonna be like certain videos played on this bus. <laughs> they're they're gonna get so they're gonna get a good education. They're gonna watch Birdcage the entire time. Um, the, uh, Robin um, Williams. No, I don't uh, think it'll be Birdcage. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know any names of these kind of movies, so. <laughs> and it's gonna go slow. <coughs> it's gonna go to the speed limit. Yeah, this is know. a slow bus to oh, Vegas. Yeah, yeah. And, and <laughs> the South Dakota legislature, they're on a snow oh, bus. To yeah, yeah. And Frisco. like I said, Laverne Cox is going to meet them and going to take them around town, introduce them to people. And 
I, I, I'm, I'm expecting some education to come out of it. Maybe they'll come back and uh, have a better term next year. I, let's just get rid of the legislature. Maybe once every two years, maybe once every four years. Have them go up, pass a budget, maybe. I, they really are. They irrelevant. haven't done anything worthwhile in how many years? No, they're irrelevant. Hey. Because the fact of the matter is that the governor proposes a budget. They don't change it that much. And then she spends yeah, yeah, money, or yeah. he, whoever it happens to be. And they don't ever stand up to the governor. They don't ever change anything. And, and it is just as much the Democrats' fault as the Republicans. Because they've, you know, well, they're terrible. They're terrible in this state. They're, they're, I mean, they're, they're even worse than they are in Iowa. I mean, they're... they're, they're <laughs> um, you know, they, they, a lot of these dudes run unopposed. And let's face it, they're mainly dudes. Yeah, uh, especially West River, and I get it. You know, it's a ninety to ten percent ratio out there. And, uh, it's a different culture, um, and I don't care but, about. But them. they they're so weak in the state. I don't like one party rule in general, and and I know that when you have two party rule, you have gridlock. I'd rather have gridlock than this junk. Well, exactly. And how about some actual government? And it, it, but it, here's the but here's the root of the problem, Scott, and it, it gets back to. Why I generally can't travel outside of Minnehaha County. Um, <laughs> no, the metro. That's not true. It's a, it is a completely different world. Yes. And, and this idea about uh, whether it's, it's transsexuals or whether it's uh, homosexuals or, you know, uh, people selling baby, whatever they think is going on, they think it's all happening here. Right? And... Everything, and if you live in Sioux Falls and you're, I mean, it's not like this, so it's not I'm, like Sioux Falls crawling with, with freaking liberals. No. It's no. just a normal place. If I bake a cake for a gay person, does that make me gay? I, it, in Rapid City, it does. Okay. I, I just, that's some of the stuff. I, the, the, what was the, what was the, the, the thing, the, the, the guy, the freshman legislator from Rapid City introduced the other day? That said that the, oh the state of South Dakota couldn't enforce uh, sa- uh, same sex marriage laws. Yeah, that's the next big bill that they're introducing. Moron. Yeah. I mean, this is not even about the policy, right? Well, well, I mean, come on, it's it, it's federal law. It, it's you. How dumb are you? Hey, if I own a business, how did he get elected? He lives in Rapid City. But it's a reason. <laughs> I wouldn't do that. If I owned a business, have you been there lately? <laughs> if, I, if I owned a business, I'd take money from anyone that wants to give it to me. I, I never. Why? Why do you want to limit who's going to utilize your services? If I'm a business person, you should not be in politics. No, why I, would you? I, I mean, you could be in politics, but why would it have anything to do? with I'm your even against the the fast food places that have TVs with whatever news channel on. You know why? Why get half of your potential yep, customer right. base mad if whether you have CNN, MSNBC, If I go or Fox, in there and I want to have a taco. You know, it's, it, people are so goddamn weird, though. When I used to go to the certain uh, gym in town that's owned by a hospital, um, in the, the men's... <laughs> <laughs> there are two of those. In the men's okay. dressing room, before you, <coughs> before you got to the actual lockers and stuff, there's like a lounge area. Yep. And... A certain news channel was always on this news channel. 
on this channel, mm -hmm. and there'd be these 80-year-old guys wearing nothing but towels sitting there. I'm going, nothing's going to happen in the next hour that you can't come here and work out, take a shower, and go home and miss anything. <laughs> I mean, uh... what? And they replay if, well, if you know something why. did happen. It's these new shows, all three are on an endless repeat. You're not going to miss anything. No, and here's the deal: uh, all those guys, they were refugees from the old Y. That's and that's they've been doing oh, that. Yeah, they've been yeah, doing that since yeah. the war. They just really had nowhere else to go. You just let me listen to my music and work out and. I don't need to see your eighty-year-old junk. That's no, <laughs> Ooh. that's a whole that's a whole podcast in and of itself. Kind of like ties into what we just been talking. That's about. That's right. Now. That sounds like the South Dakota Capitol. Mm. <laughs> Welcome to the South Dakota Legislature. So they're leaving. Apparently, you've yeah, kicked them out. Yeah, it's over. Just, just... Yay! They are an embarrassment. Yeah, you know, Chrissy can just throw her budget out and. Well, okay. Well, that's a problem too, isn't it? <laughs> we got to do something to help teachers in the state. That's that's my that's the only issue with their budget. They can right. Give her daughter double her salary, Doesn't matter. but you know whatever. We've we've gone back on the promise that yeah. we made to the teachers. To well, raise I mean, it's funny. Every time something passes, we're, we're told this money's going to, to education. You know, video lottery. Remember, all that yep. money was going to go to education. Didn't. And there was the promise a few years ago. What was what was it then? It was half a cent sales tax. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, that that didn't last very long at all. Yeah. And they haven't been able to get back, and they're not going to. So it's it's a lie. Yeah. It's a it is a uh, it's it's government malfeasance at the highest order. It's fraud. Uh, it's uh, larceny. Uh, it's all those things. They have stolen money from us once again. So ship them out of here. I hate them. I want to secede. Back in the old Tempest days, remember this? The old Tempest days when we did the, uh, the uh, Not the Argus Leader. Oh, that was my favorite issue. Yeah, the, not, the, the Argus Leader parody where the, the lead story was Sioux Falls secedes from South Dakota. The problem, though, if we did that now, it'd only be four pages long. <laughs> <laughs> um, you're not talking about seceding. The Argus is only eight pages. <laughs> It's bad. Yeah. And now it's owned by... With well, the, I mean... Okay. Do I want to say this or not? Okay. When I was interviewed for this uh, event center article yep. that I ran the other day, yep. and I was asked for reasons why maybe yep. we're not getting as good as shows and attendance is down, I almost wanted to say, well, because you don't do features on the bands that are playing there anymore. <laughs> <laughs> because they used to pay you to do them. Exactly. <laughs> or I, I used to pay you to do them. Was it, who wrote the story, Sneedy? No, um, Anderson. Oh, okay. Well, I should probably, nah, I, won't, I don't pay for it anymore, so I can't read it. No, okay. It's all right, I don't really need to read it. Later. Um, I think I know the, I know the end. Yeah. Uh, anyway, so uh, I had one good. I don't know if my I had one great line. I don't know if it actually made an article because I didn't read it. But they were asking, you know, what are shows that you didn't expect to, to you know? And I said, well, I was shocked that Paul McCartney came because I thought if we'd ever get a Beatle, it'd be Ringo. <laughs> <laughs> I thought that was a good line. I don't know if it made the article, but got cut. Well, there's no editing, so it probably made it. Um, the, uh, so let's move on to music. Speaking of Paul McCartney, uh, you just, uh, you brought me your big year end Hudson's best of 2019. This is now 
a much coveted uh, annual production. You've been doing for how long? I was, well, as far as like producing physical copy, I mean, I think I started writing polls right yeah. away in the Tempest days. Yeah, so this... I you, always did a year-end thing. You circulated a poll that said, tell me what your favorite records were. I, yeah, I would do that. I, I always would, back in the Tempest days, I always wanted to like print my own, and then I always, like for about six weeks before Christmas, would be bugging every semi-known music fan in town, like, Send me your list. Send me your list. Yep. And yep. I would compile an overall yep. critics poll out of that. But this is now, obviously, I just do mine. I don't give a shit what anyone else <laughs> But this is a three-disc set. Yes. So you've been doing this. So that, well, I, I I'm do just these, doing the yeah. math here. 1989 to 90. Uh, it's like 30 years. Yeah. Well, I mean, I'm insane. <laughs> but this is impressive because you've got a three-disc set here. Hudson Best of 2019. And it's not only the discs, but it's Yeah, this I have my booklet. own liner notes, yes. Your own liner notes? Well, this is like what I used to write for the end yeah. of my... So there's... Just a second. There's, there's, a, there's a 40 best albums of the year, and then there's another 20 reissues, live albums. But know. every one of these songs gets a paragraph in this yeah. booklet you've you done. Yeah. And you do this every year, and it's amazing. Well, How long does I mean this is impressive? This, do people start uh, you know like asking you for this? You yeah, know, there are December thirty first. Well, I, they're usually done a little bit. I try to get them done before Christmas because I give them to my family ah. at Christmas time. They're like, oh, well, good. some. <laughs> the uh, but you also make this part of your show. We should, yes, I do. Uh, a we should, down play, on the we should we should say why you're here for a couple reasons. One, get out of town. Two, you've got the podcasts. Mm-hmm. You've got The Ledge, yep. which is your music show and podcast. Every is live every Friday night. Every Friday, 6 to 8 p.m., realpunkradio.com. So you can listen to that, and that's part of what you do on the show. Yes. You do a lot of new music. Yes. Every month I do a new release episode. And, and so people who want to learn about what's going on in the world, they can listen to that. It's, just, it's good stuff. Then you've, we haven't even touched on yet uh, Big Brother podcast. Yeah, we're, there's no Big Brother till summer. So right, so we're sort of in hiatus on Big Brother. Yeah, right. right. The but last we, two years, there was a celebrity version right now. Didn't happen this year? No. We run out of celebrities? Yeah, well, their definition of celebrities was Loose. questionable anyway. <laughs> <laughs> then uh, you've got the Day Drinking Podcast. Yes. That's still going. Oh, yeah, every week. In fact, uh, tomorrow, if you were recording on Wednesdays, I wouldn't be able to come. <laughs> Because I literally do day drink while we record that. See, I, I want to be on that podcast. Mm-hmm. This is just the night drinking podcast. Speaking of which, could I get, could get it around? Please. Thanks. This is uh, my, my sound tech, David. He's, and and bar, beer runner. He's the best sound tech in the business, frankly. Well, and, because he's quiet. Well, and since my producer, <laughs> since my producer quit showing up, my brother... Right. That roused about no good for nothing. Had to get a job. So he's not What's here. What's up anymore. with that? I don't get that at all. No. Well, it won't last. Um, then, uh, so you've got, those are your podcasts. Yes. Am I leaving anything out? Are, whatever happened to, did they keep doing the um, little animated version of your? They didn't do it last summer. No, we did that one year. It was fun. I liked it. They it liked it. Cool. I don't, there was a lot of work on their end. Yeah. Maybe they went away. Thank you. It was mainly because um, neither my podcast partner nor me 
like to do video things. Yeah. So you if we just, did video things, we could do a lot more than we do. But uh, are you saying there's a there's a world? I mean, I got a face paid for podcasts. I've said this the last two times I was here, right? Yeah. No, you. It's my line. You're looking pretty good, though. Well, I have been working out. Have you? Less meals on demand. What is that? It's a it's 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 a it's a pretty cool video online video workout thing where there's like. 10 different kinds of workouts and there's like 30 videos for each of the workouts there's like um body pump which is you know with weights there's body combat which is like kickboxing shit those are the two that i do yeah like, but then they like do, kicking some pillows around the room or what no you you're just you're, you're just doing boxing moves, moves and, okay you know um I, I showed you last time i was here that i burned like i, I mm-hmm. burned like 900 calories when i do it that's that's a lot but then they also have they have like the my podcast partner does it too. She she they have one called Shabam, which is all Shabam, the Shabam. dancing shit. Ah, but, yeah. You know, I ain't doing that. <laughs> and they have that bike ones. A... They have bike workouts too. Oh, I bet. Yeah, that's big with the whole Peloton yeah. world and all that. But they're like you know you can pick between uh, 25, 35, 55 minute workouts. Cool. And, and so I alternate the body combat and body. But see, but I'm not. Well, I mean. Men of a certain age. You guys but... see me all three times. <laughs> no, you're fine. You're doing good. Okay, well, yeah. thank you. But you look, the, from the neck up, you look good. <laughs> yeah, any ladies listening to this show? <laughs> That's the closest thing to a compliment I've gotten in a while. I'm kidding, I jest. So, the podcast, you're, so you're like a, you're very busy in the podcast world. Yeah, I guess. I mean, there's a lot of people who come and go. Right, even in, right, our, right. in, our, oh, yeah. in our lovely community, well, I mean, it is kind of funny when you see semi-famous people that get podcasts, and they're like, and Instagram is full, every blah blah blah, the first podcast, the second, you know, it's like they rarely get to number ten. <laughs> <laughs> this is actually the twenty-sixth edition of the Patrick Lally Show podcast. Wow, happy year! That? Really, kind yeah. of. Yeah, come off the uh, uh, short-lived and summer-beloved radio show, which was Pirate Podcast. <laughs> that, that's where I built my audience. You know? Yes, well... I, I, Those poor bastards are just hooked into the RSS. They can't get out. Mm-hmm. Um, so, uh, tell me, we, we started talking about the music, all right? Mm-hmm. And so I want to return to that for just a second. Um, what... What was what would surprise you about new music in 2019? Because at this point, every trend has been recycled. Every you know, yeah. you know, you, how how much more power pop can one man endure? Actually, this past year was was kind of a resurgence in power pop. There's a number of things on there. Um, I went more garagey for a few years, mm-hmm. not so much power popish. But this last year, I don't know. I, it, there's there was a lot of Great bands just putting out some fantastic, catchy, revved up pop. Yeah, but did that surprise you? Yeah, I'd say a little bit. Um, given what I have listened to, um, I, I think another surprise is, you know, I was into the singer songwriter thing for many, many years. Yeah, I've kind of like really gone out of that, the Americana thing. Yeah, you really, know. you're you're migrating back to power pop. Yeah, I would say that I am. Why is that? I mean, 
I understand part I of think it. A, I think a lot of the singer-songwriter stuff is just starting to sound the same to me. And the things that I always liked in the past, whether it was Wilco or Steve Earle or, mm-hmm. or Ryan Adams before he was an asshole, um, is that there was a little bit, of, there was always a little bit of kick in the butt there. There mm-hmm. wasn't, it, it wasn't straight folk. Right. It was more, there was a, a punk rock mentality there. And I, I think that's lagging these days. Yeah. Well, and that kind of stuff. I mean, even the Wilco album, I like it. I think it made, what, number 11? Oh, good. Number 11? But number 11 for a Wilco record is kind of low for yeah. me. But the other thing... And, and I mean, it's still a good record. But I, you and I shared that same uh, initial reaction. Like, it was like, eh. Mm-hmm. And now I hear it and I'm like, because I had since seen them live. Right. Playing some of those rec- those songs. And then you're like, mother puss bucket, that's awesome. Right, You right. know, and so that's a different experience. But it is, it's a deeply... It is a subtle record, at some measure. That's a good word to use. Yes, uh, but it and it's good. It's yeah. really good, but it's not like top ten good. No, I mean it was close. It was close to the top ten. What's good. the best new album of the year? Well, I had um, not. That's that's. I guess I should say, who's? What's the best record? That this year so far? Yeah, no, twenty nineteen. That you weren't expecting, like that you didn't know was coming. That wasn't. Um, a band that it, you know, it wasn't Wilco, is what I'm saying. It was. Oh, okay, okay, yeah, I see what you're saying because a lot of these are you would expect Bob Mold. To right, do well. Bob Mold's gonna make it. Um, actually, it's a person that ended up um, committing suicide. Um, not good. The the he he used to be David Berman was his name. And he used to have a band called Silver Jews, which is a great. Mm-hmm bad name right there and it was just kind of a nutty not nutty in a Daniel Johnston way it just you know he had a weird knack for twists and turns in his song lyrics and he was kind of associated with the pavement guys mm-hmm. remember pavement in the mm-hmm. 90s um, he quit making records in 2009 under the Silver Jews name didn't make another record for 10 years and then he created this band, this project called Purple Mountains. And he put out the record in late June. It was getting rave reviews everywhere. NPR was loving it. Yeah. Um, Pitchfork, all those kind of places. And then two days before he was to set out on his first tour in 10 years, he killed himself. Jesus. And then, of course, you go back and listen to the lyrics of that record. Yeah. And there was... The second song on the record was something about I'll never be happy again or something like that. It's like, okay, I'm not listening to this album for about three months. <laughs> you had to remove yourself from oh, the reality yeah, yeah, of it. Oh, yeah. But, but it was a really, really interesting, clever record that, you know, 10 years. I never expected yeah. you know, him to make a record again. Right. Um, and it's still worth it. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I mean... It's still quality music, even though you yeah. now know that the tragic end of it. And the weird thing was, okay, this is a guy that 99 out of 100 people you talk to won't know who he is. Mm-hmm. He lived in Nashville, and somehow somebody, he was a big fan of the, um, what's the Tennessee football team's name? Titans. Titans. He was a big fan of the Titans, and somebody with the Titans knew that, and like halfway through the season there was 
one home game where they, on their jumbotron, uh, wish condolences to him from the Tennessee. It's like, where did that come from? <laughs> that is wild. This, this obscure musician that maybe sold 20,000 right. copies. It's like, okay. Um, but that's Nashville. I mean, you know, everybody in Nashville is yeah, a songwriter, true. even that's the true. guys working for the Titans. Mm-hmm. You know, the dude running the multimedia board at uh, Nissan Park, I think is what it's called, Nissan Stadium, is, uh, you know, a, it's, got a, it's got a demo. You know, it, it's the way it is. Yeah, slips it to, to uh, TV trucks as they're... Right, uh, exactly. Yeah, that's right. You know, I always thought I would hate Nashville, honestly. Like, first of all, because I'm not a country music fan. I am an Americana guy, right? Yeah. I, I, I'm, that, I'm that guy, but that's, to me, that was never Nashville. And then I went there a couple times, and it's really awesome. Really? Like, I can see, I can understand the draw. Oh, sure. And, you know, it's also now, of course, become so much center of the business part of music. But, God, I would go there again in a heartbeat. Not Dolly World, which I got stuck at. There's this. This is the bad part. I got. I was at a. This was doesn't matter why I was there. I was there for three days. I never got to go outside. Like I never left the building. At Dollywood. This Dolly, whatever. It was a like a conference center at the thing out there. It wasn't even in Nashville. It was out in Tennessee somewhere. And you. It was all self-contained, like it was a hotels and conference centers and jungles and tropical beaches and I don't know. At some point, I realized I have not breathed fresh air. <laughs> I had to go find a, somebody's like you go the, rent a bike and like no, I had to go find the help smoking entrance and get outside for two minutes. I have. Been, I, I actually would rather go to Memphis than Nashville. I hear Memphis not good. Really. But you got stacks. That's true. No, I think there's a lot of... You're, from that perspective, I think you're right. Yeah. You like going to Muscle Shoals. Yeah, I would like, like that, yeah. You know, there's there's reasons to go to Muscle Shoals. Muscle Shoals ain't one of them. Right. <laughs> but I get that. Uh, I, I, I don't know how we got on this, but Nashville's pretty cool. So this guy, Purple Mountains, Dave Berman? David Berman, yes. David Berman. So we need to look for that. If you are looking for something new to listen to, that right. would be your one? Right. I, Not your I mean, one, that was my number one. My number one was Michael Cronin, who actually played here. He played at Total Drag in uh, mid-November. And uh, so and I took pictures, put a, posted my yep. Instagram. I was standing Davey and me yeah. away from my number one record of the year. I mean, that's, that's, pretty that's good. why I like uh, small shows. Absolutely. Because of that. Because Absolutely. of that. You know, but you I, don't see very much of that at the, you know, record. You have to see a lot of good music at the record store. If you yeah. Go, right? You may not even know who you're going to go see. But go, right? I would say that. I mean, if you, if you want to, like, expand expand your palate a little bit, these shows at, at Total Drag don't cost much money. No. It's easy. Um, they're usually not very long. Yeah, they're done by 10 usually. Yeah. Uh, you know, spend eight, nine, ten bucks, go watch three or four bands. That night of Michael Cronin was actually a really wonderful night because there was a noisy kind of punk rock band originally scheduled for that night. Mm-hmm. And then Dan got the opportunity to do Michael Cronin. He loves Michael Cronin, wanted to do it. 
So he contacted the original band and said, look, I got this other show. I'd still like to have you guys play. You, you want to open? Yeah. And so this I other... want to insult you. Yeah, no, they right. were like, cool, cool. Yeah. Um, and the Platinum Boys was the name of them. And I liked them a lot, too. So you had them. That was this kind of noisy punk rockish thing. And then the opener for Michael Cronin that was touring with them was this girl named Shannon Lay, who is, you know, no amps, basically. Right. You know, it's just, that's how quiet. I just, you know, coffee shop folk. Right. So you have punk rock, coffee <laughs> shop folk, and Michael Cronin is like power pop-ish stuff. Yeah. So it was it's a good was, night. It was a really, really good night. I haven't been to the record store for a while. We call, I just always call it the record store, but I haven't been there for a while um, because I'm old. I can't stand. Does it stop me? I can't stand. I hate standing for shows anymore. I was at, uh, what was I at? In, maybe it was Omaha. I went to Wilco. Or maybe it was Nick Lowe. I can't remember. Where people started standing up for no reason. <laughs> all right. I'm all for standing when it. When it when you it, are getting old. Like, you're just standing up in the middle of the third song for no good reason. Karen. Karen, <laughs> sit down. I was livid about this because I'm like, the people over there are not standing. It's only the people on this side. I'm going to go over there. It was Wilco now because I remember my cousin, uh, I ran into my cousin and, and she was sitting down over there. And I'm like, oh, sure, she gets to sit down. <laughs> oh, God. It's a great show, though. Wilco in Omaha. Hung out oh, with him. Oh, we stayed in the, uh, at the Orpheum in Omaha. I can't believe I've never been to a show there. It's a great room. Where was it Lovely that? old theater, downtown. Okay. You know, stayed at a historic hotel across the street. Can't remember the name. Um, great bar. After the show, you know, walked across the street, walked back. After the show, band shows up. Not Tweety, of course, but right. rest of the band. Well, you know what they played here at the Pavilion afterwards? Not Tweety, but the rest... Most of the rest of them were at the Top Hat. Really? Yeah. How did I miss that? I was at that show. David bought tickets for us. Yeah, that was a good night. Anyway. Um, the, here's a show in Des Moines, and I'm not... It's a Thursday night. I can't. It's like in October. I know I can't go. But it's outside, I think, at Waterworks Park in Des Moines. Wilco and Trampled by Turtles. Yep. They're doing like three, four shows. They're doing other... Di okay, I got to find out because I would go to that show fast... If you pay attention to my Twitter, you would have seen me retweet it. What? <laughs> I got to get on Twitter more. Uh, there's another. There's a Minnesota show. There's a Wisconsin show. They're not Minneapolis, or you know, they're not. They're they're festival kind of situations. Well, or outdoor shows. Yeah, they play a lot of. If they would play Lincoln again, whoa, that uh, that amphitheater down there in Lincoln, if you've never been, is great. Oh yeah, it's a great venue. It's one of the best outdoor I don't think I've seen a show in Lincoln since Bruce Springsteen in 1984. <laughs> it's wow. changed. Town's changed a little bit. I'm sure it has. It's lovely. Um, so, see what's Oh, hey, did you watch the game? Oh, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I, I mean, people are always surprised to hear that I watch sports. You watch a lot of sports now. I, I actually do, and people are shocked. It's like, well... Why wouldn't I? It's I mean, still an opportunity for social commentary. Yeah, and you know what? If I, I, I can like listen to records while I watch sports. Yeah, but then you can't make fun of Joe Buck. <laughs> no, you can. <laughs> no, but I actually for for big games I don't. But like on a normal Sunday, 
I mean, God, what a Sunday afternoon with the Red Zone. Red Zone is like the greatest thing ever invented for TV. Is it just shows you the important parts? Yeah, yeah. You don't have to watch it. You know, when the Vikings and Detroit are on the Detroit. Forty. Yeah, and it's third and thirty-eight. You don't. That's not on. No, no. <laughs> you're watching what matters. So, but when I watch Red Zone, I usually play records. Yeah. And I got the close. I have close caption on all the time anyway. Yeah. Because I, I can't. I've got. Damn I've thing. got the e- hearing of a. Yeah. Okay. Um, but no. I the other night I I gotta say, usually things that that are meant to make people care. I usually laugh at. <laughs> yeah. But that thing before the game started where the little kid is running all over the place and running in between the greatest players of all time and and then he ends up actually bringing the ball out onto the field. To that got gotcha. That was really really cool. I thought that was I thought that was nuts. Somebody in charge knew what they were doing. Yeah, it was really really well done. And I thought having all the old dudes out too, the 100 greatest players minus OJ. <laughs> I, I, I thought that was cool, too. I mean, I, I do, you know. What's the Bruce Springsteen line about, call it uh, 100 in a year, 100 minus a year, we call it even Johnny 99. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I, you know, so things like that that you wouldn't think would touch me actually touch me. The game was actually really, really good. It's a great game. Um, Loved it. Uh, I actually, I've always laughed at people who go, oh, we watched the Super Bowl for the commercials. I actually kind of paid attention to the commercials. One thing I will say, I think a lot of these commercials tried to throw too many cameos in at, at once. Yeah. And I know that 90% of America is going, who is that? Yeah. I, there was one that was for hummus. Uh, and I know because I watch stupid shows on Bravo, I knew who the two ladies that flipped the table were. But I'm going, there's no way 90% of America knows who these two wenches are. I missed that one. Uh, it was it was not How did a great. I miss ad? all these. I was I was with you. Did you see them? Oh, David saw it. The Groundhog Day one with Bill was Murray good. was no, good. That was good. That, that was, was really good. really good. Did you notice that this was bi- this had been big news in my world for a while? That was a uh, Jeep when he was on the fat bike there. That was a Jeep electric fat bike. They are making electric fat bikes. Jeep is making bikes? Jeep is making bikes. Oh, I drive a Jeep. Maybe I'll have to get one of those. Yeah, there you go. You would like an electric fat bike. Oh, it's, it's actually is electric? Electric assist, yeah. Oh, shit. <laughs> Sold. <laughs> no, no, I'm doing less bills. I probably can ride my bike better than I Yeah, there you go. Um, well, you know, we live in the same neighborhood. You can come over anytime. So, yeah, I mean, I paid um, attention to the things I normally don't. I don't know why. I was just, like, more in tune. But let's get um, to the big Let's get to the big kahuna here. Okay. Uh, the booty shaking. I put a record on. <laughs> well, of course you did. The I, music was terrible. I live in a JLo free house. <laughs> I don't need... See, the problem for me is... I, and people like mock me. I don't know who Shakira... I, actually, I don't, even know I don't who mind that Shakira. I will, I will say that because I, I have read some stuff about her set was incorporating this and this and this. You know, these... Whatever the the blah 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 rhythms from this country. Okay, I mean that's it's great. like it's like fine. I I I don't care about dancing, um, but I will say this because Piers Morgan in the Daily Mail today he wow. has an article. You're about, pulling deep from Piers Morgan. Oh, he has an article that 
Americans are um, depraved. No, 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 no. no. Are, are Americans are divided over the J Lo Shakira performance. I go. No, they're not. Give Just. me a break. This is no different than whether it was Tom Petty or The Who or Beyonce or whatever. What was it? The, dude? Half the people liked it. Half the people hated it. I just didn't participate. That was that was what I do when I don't know. I don't when I know I'm not going to like something. I used to just watch it and bitch. Yeah, I've learned. Throw a, <laughs> throw a record on. But I'm actually now on Shakira and J Lo's side when I see these assholes. Like I guess I saw a picture of a bunch of tweets like they're in America. They should be speaking English. It's like, oh no, my god, dumb. you're gonna that's get dumb. on that. That's dumb. That's really, 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 really dumb. Now I will say this. That was a lot of shaking of the booty. You know what I mean? It's like I I get it. I'm hey. I've seen plenty of booty. You know what I'm you saying? Have, huh? Tell me more. I have. Well, it's available on my phone. Hey Siri, shake some oh, booty. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And what, can, you we, know, I mean, can we stop with the inevitable every year? I had to explain to my no, six-year-old no, daughter. No. Your six-year-old daughter has seen way worse. Uh, by the no, way, no, no, no. I didn't have to explain. What does a typical cheerleader wear? I know. On the NFL, NFL sidelines, same little, thing. A little less than what Shakira. Was I wearing. understand, but it was a. It was just. I was like. I had a lot of booty. That's all I'm saying. I didn't have. I didn't necessarily. Maybe I, I should have watched. I like booty. I certainly was not offended by it. No, stop. The other thing is Wait, when J Lo was up there. Stop getting no, no, offended no. at everything. No, I wasn't offended. No, I, I wasn't offended. But when J actually when J Lo was up there, I was feeling a little bad because I was thinking. There, you know, Shakira was ten times better. Nature, nature just has its way. Shakira was was a lot better from. Than nothing J-Lo, you can whatever. do. Yeah. It doesn't matter what that suit's made out of. I, Things are going to spill over. Pat Lally said that. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You like, know, but but the, but the the reaction I mean, to it, the reaction to it gets into my biggest complaint about society right now, which kind of ties into those fucking idiots in here. Why are we? Why 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 are people so offended all the time? Don't watch. This person said this. That person did that. Those guys did. Well, okay, they don't have I any, kicked them out. But you know, um, they don't have any problem with uh, you know subjecting young men to years and years of physical abuse, so they can watch that. Yeah, I, right. I mean, if you want to be offended, be offended by the fact that these guys are out there sacrificing their health for your entertainment. You know, yeah, like, they get paid a lot of money, but you know, not at all do. Half of them out there are going to have brain damage. Right, right. Nobody gets offended by that, but somebody shakes a little booty, and I, again, it's a lot of booty. Now, I when the who was the dude last year who uh, the dude who Maroon up, Five? I, that was a lot of booty too. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, and, and just a shitty music too. It was terrible music. <laughs> last year or this year? No, it wasn't quality. No. Yeah, last year we're getting, the thing is, the, getting input. Okay, from of, the, of the group of people that that I surround myself with, it's the women that I'm friends with that all were like, "God, J Lo, Shakira was so great." It's the men that I know that was like, Ugh, "There wasn't any guitars on stage." <laughs> <laughs> it was, and it was a lot of, and it was a lot of dancing. And I just, there's nothing. Dancing stuff bores me. It always has. I, that's why it's you so know, whenever I talk about music. 
here or on my show or whatever. Dance pop is the one. I, I can get into some rap. I can get into some country. I can get into we some don't call of, it of that anymore. stuff. We call well, it hip hop, whatever. I can't get into dance pop. Uh, dance no. pop is the one thing that I. It, it's it's hey, all lip syncing. Although for speaking one thing. of dance, the best dance move of the night. The Kansas City backfield with that little spin move. Oh, yeah. It was right out of the Temptations, wasn't it? <laughs> was, that was the best thing I've seen in a long time. Mm-hmm. It was. It was like the Raisins dancing back there. Yeah, that was, that was pretty cool. Great I was happy with the results. So was I. Yeah. But I would have been happy if San Francisco won. This was a, a game where I actually liked both teams. Suck it, San Francisco. Wait. But, I, but I did prefer Kansas City, so I was happy they won. Yeah, Pat Mahomes just a nice kid. And he spent some time here. Yeah, he's, that's you right. Know, we have the Kello connection to Patrick Holmes. Mahomes. <laughs> Hello, connection. Come on, I haven't watched his local Remember when I used so to long. make fun of that all the time? Yes. Whenever a national or international thing happened, it was inevitable within three days, Kello would the do Kello a quote, Kello connection. We? <laughs> you know, if it, it might be like some bartender who wants you know, was in the same bar as this famous person, but it's the Kello connect. Or you'd have Corey Van Sickle make up some story. (laughs) (laughs) I stood on stage with Neil Young. Love you, Corey. Love you, buddy. Um, But, yeah, so it was a good halftime show. I played the the Flaming... You want to play it? Play the Flaming O's. Oh, standing in the light. I found that record for four ninety nine just last week. It's like which one? The first one. The first one. The blue. The yeah. green. The green cover. Because I remember romance. Um, allegedly, and I would have to ask Jeff if this is true. Jeff Dan's designed that cover of Zan. Yeah, Boston. I didn't know that. Yeah, well, he was. I mean, he's a contemporary. South Dakota. I did not know that. Two of the David tells us that two of the guys are from well, Madison. You know, and the reason that I know were they named Heg. Oh, okay. <laughs> but, but the Flaming O's were the band of the early 80s from Minneapolis that did play here all the mm-hmm. time. So that makes sense. Well, they had and, connections here. And they were awesome. Yeah, they were a great band. I remember Romance. You talk about a power pop classic. Yeah, I know. And Stand in the Light. It's too bad that we, you know, when we talk about these obscure bands, nobody has any idea. We didn't have my Spotify connected. Like, but we can't play any of that because this is a podcast. We don't have any rights. We do, however, play Rich Show. Yeah, because he said, "Did he say it? Do I have anything signed? No." But it's kind of understood. It's understood. Yes, and so Rich Show, who is uh, our musical guest each and every show. Uh, is uh, uh, whether he's here or not is being inducted into the South Dakota Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. <laughs> when is the ceremony? Because I think I'm supposed to write something for it. I think March. Ooh. I wrote the blurb for um no for the announcement. Record? Oh no no for the announcement, and uh, they <laughs> they didn't like the first one I did, and then so I was going to do another one. I just never got around to it. So Rich just used that one. <laughs> It's awesome, I think. It's not like any of the other weird people that are getting into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. It's great. It's going to be... There's a there's a show. I imagine he'll play for it. There's a oh, concert. Yeah, yeah. yeah, well, I mean, it's it's like the... The induction ceremony. Yeah, and everybody plays eventually at it, I believe. I've never gone to one. Here, Me neither. This, I mean, honestly, this would be the first one I've ever really <laughs> wanted to go to. Well, and, you know, my friend Myron is very much involved with that, so... 
It would be fun. Did you ever? I sent you Myron's company. I know. I need. I yeah. I, Here's what we got to do. I'm gonna get Myron on the show. Yeah, you know, I'll show up for that. Why don't you and I talk to Myron? Because uh, I'll talk to him about completely different things. Okay. I'll talk to him about racquetball. You know, I okay. mean, it's not really interesting. So yeah, Myron, Myron Lee. Okay, you get him on, and that will be the the. And then I will start my new show, The Ledge Interviews. The Ledge Interviews. That's right. Now we're talking. Mm-hmm. So you, yeah, you kind of want to do an oral history of of local music. I right? do. Yes. I'm actually going to write. I may. This is. I don't know if I can announce this, but you know, uh, Patrick Hicks and John Lauk are doing this uh, anthology of Sioux Falls. Yes. I, I, okay. Here's the weird thing about it. I first found out about this on Twitter a week ago because somebody who grew up in Rapid City, who is like a, 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 a music writer in Illinois, tweeted the John Lauk announcement. <laughs> it's like, hey, I live here. How do I not know about this? <laughs> well, if you'd asked me, it's you would because I'm a shitty writer. That's why. <laughs> they don't want my input. Well, and I think that um, my contribution, if they accept it, because, I mean, Patrick Hicks, dude's legit, all right? Say what you will about John Locke and, you know, feel free. But Patrick Hicks, who is the writer-in-residence at Augustana College, is, he's got cred, cred. He's got pulmonaries. He's got all of it. He's the man. Um, if my... Whatever, I'm not a good enough writer for something If like whatever I do can somehow get by that funnel, uh, I'd be very happy. But my, my idea, um, and in conversation with... Uh, Mr. Lauk is uh, it's about the pomper but you know there's this notion there's this idea of the pomp room there's the reality of the pomp room right but what it at that moment that sh- that brief shining moment of this nexus of all these things and then it's you know what that you know what that moment was that moment was when Janitor Bob was at this other bar yep. and had a thousand people in there yep and Ward had a couple hundred at some heavy yeah. metal cover band. No, that was not the nexus. That was the turning point. Yeah, and then look, <laughs> looked out across the two blocks of parking lots and said, "I'm getting killed." Yeah, something's got to change. No, I think the nexus was um, Jenner Bob was playing at the Pomp Room, Violet was playing at the Limelight, and they were both full. Oh, there you go. Okay, you know what I mean. But the no, they, but the interesting thing about the Pomp Room is that you know there's this documentary that's been going on forever. There's this, the idea of the pomp room and the discussion of it. Part of it is because it was gone so fast. Like, there was no decline, right? Well, I mean, it's it, a little bit. It was a, but it was all of a sudden sold, demolished, gone, parking ramp, right? So it, it doesn't, there's no physical remnant. It didn't decline into nothing. It just, all of a sudden, gone. And so uh, now it's okay. just mystical. Okay. Okay. And it's got the Aerosmith thing. You know what I mean? Anyway, that's my story. I'm sticking to it. Okay. We'll see okay. if it makes the anthology. I don't have a... I mean, I just found out about this the other day, and I um, honestly, I'm not a good enough writer to probably make the cut. We, should, we could co-author. Okay. I <laughs> didn't go over so well. Did no, I? no, I'd be happy with that. Uh, it's fine. It's fine. <laughs> I know you don't, you're not appreciative of my work. That's fine. No, I think it's the other way around. <laughs> You are the actual writer. I'm just a guy with an opinion. Well, that's sometimes that's all you need, Scott. Who likes to ask questions? That's true. 
But you're a good interviewer. I think I, I do. Th I do believe I'm a good interviewer. You know the thing that that's people, why I've always liked the Q and A thing. Right, and that was always very valuable to people because they they would say just that. I learned something. Mm -hmm. Right. And sometimes when people are music journalists or whatever, and they are just writing what they want, you'd never actually learn anything. Yeah, I, I can't write a, the, the, the typical review slash press releases on track two, which is called Oceans Under Eleven. <laughs> they write a tapestry that, that takes you on a journey from... No. Flush. Like, I can't, I can't write that, that garbage. Just tell me if the song's good. There's a lot of that out there. Um, Oceans Under Eleven? I was just making up shit. As I'm really? Like, That's not a real song? No. Should be. Should be a band. Yeah. Oceans Under Eleven. Actually, it's a porno movie, but that's okay. Um, I, I think we've exhausted our topic, Scott. Have we? I, th I think we have. We hit the podcast. We hit music. We hit sports. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. I got in some digs here and there. Yeah. Myron Lee politics. We didn't. We didn't talk about city council, but that's okay. No. Uh, They're mostly boring these days, anyway. Right? Have they done anything? No. Uh, Well, we okayed the uh, well, or did we okay the TIF for the yeah okay 30 no million? that's good that's okay. a, that's a fascinating project yeah let's we'll, we'll see how that I don't really have an opinion on that um, I guess there's the will they or won't they run thing I mean is is Teresa yeah. gonna yeah is Teresa running uh, I don't know I think I I'm I don't know that she is she might not. I think she was truly undecided, but this week she hasn't decided, right? It's a soon. End of the month, you have to have your... Okay. Uh, you know, I can see where she wouldn't want to do it. She takes a lot of crap. Now, yeah, some of it deserves, some of it not deserves. Sure. Yep, that's exactly right. Most of it she brings on herself. But it's not because she's um, like particularly uh, uh, strategic or calculating or any of those things that you really hate people for right she's just telling people what she thinks and i still think that um you know it's very it's a very interesting race right because i think that the and i don't know alex jensen from anybody nobody does that's the problem and that's what i'm that's saying the problem is there, there's a there's a there's a thing Running for that spot, whether it's against her or not, and he's got. And we have the only thing I, the, the, what trouble has troubled me so far in the press releases from Jensen's people, because Jensen hasn't spoken, is they're kind of celebrating the fact that they want to be part of the establishment. I know it is a celebration. I mean, even the most established politicians quo. always say. I voted against the, the the established blah blah blah. I, I don't know if that's the way to go. Uh, well, he's but, very much going to be in line. But I don't know anything about him otherwise. It's, he's going to be very much in line with the mayor, and that's cool. I mean, I don't... Um, it, it's, it is, it's almost like an anti-Teresa campaign, and that's not a good political strategy. Right. Okay? You can't run anti-Trump. You have to run for something. And right now, all I can tell is he's worried, you know, for red ties and you know, banker hair because he's a banker. Okay. Nothing wrong with being a banker. Thank you. <laughs> but, but 
I, I've said this a, a couple of times, is they, they're running the risk, and I, I don't think they are this way, uh, some of the folks on social media, right, who are involved with the campaign, and we don't need to go who that is. Um, they run the risk of very much seeming like rich white guys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because that's the only people who are speaking for them. And everybody in there, while they're entrepreneurial and successful people and just awesome people in their own right, if you don't know all that and you are just somebody from where I came from, you see banker and you don't like bankers and you don't like cops and you don't like authority and those are the people who've been keeping you down, brother. <laughs> what hood are you from? <laughs> well, I'm serious. It's it's working class, but it's that working class. I know what you're it's saying. It's why I'm Trump won. You just sounded right? funny there. I did. I did sound like. I went a little. I went a little too uh, hey, south central. At least when we vote, we don't do some community theater thing like it does. That that's the, that stuff in Iowa is just the, no, it's terrible. But you know what I'm saying? It's I, like I, I they, exactly. they're trying to just be normal, and I think sometimes the, the that folks in that particular demographic don't realize how many other people there are out here who are more like Teresa than are like them. Right, and and that's it's she has a constituency because Kermit had his constituency. And the people who voted for Kermit didn't even agree with him. They didn't even know what he was talking about. But yeah, they felt like and, he was and, working know, for and them. And I, I know a lot of people, whether it was Kermit or with her, they're like, oh, all she does is, all they do is, is vote no. All they do is vote no. I mean, that was the stereotype. I think that every government body should have one person that questions things. Well, for the love of God, yeah. Somebody stand up and say no. You know, I, and, and so... Whether I agree with their individual positions or not, I, I like the fact that they raised the questions. No, she she does things. She's not strategic. She's not calculating. She's none of those things. She's reactive, mm-hmm. and at some measure, people appreciate that because it's honest, yeah. right? And I, again, I got nothing. I, I don't Alex think we should just have a rubber stamp or whatever the mayor wants. Right? You shouldn't do that. Regardless not, of who the mayor is. Right. Regardless of whether it's Uther or, or Tenhaken, and I and I and you know I like Paul Tenhaken. I got I got no I got no quarrel generally with Paul Tenhaken. There's always things that people do that are not what I would do, but that's fine. Um, he's a fine guy, but I don't think that even if, if I was sitting there, I would say yes to every. That's what bothers me the most. Mm-hmm. Um, when you've got guys on the people on the council who just. Will parrot whatever the mayor says, no matter what, or they will. Worse than that, they will just say whatever the opposite of whatever Teresa says. Yeah, You're just wasting your time yeah, yeah, and everybody yeah, else's yeah. time by doing that. Yeah, You're yeah. just mad at her. But actually, what she said was not that bad. If you sit back and listen for about two seconds, and there's a couple of them, and I'm not even going to say it because it's just not worth saying. But you you don't you sound like a moron. Because you don't know what you're talking about. And actually, if you thought about what you're talking about for two seconds, you'd realize that the only reason you're saying it is because she said something else. Yep. Because your big sister was trying to beat you down. And whatever thing you got going on from your past is fine. I don't know what your sisters did to you when you were a child. <laughs> but you gotta, you got to move on. Right. And that's because that's just stupid. And Or if it's Janet Brecky. 
Yep, she will prattle on. My God. But she knows what she's talking about. So yeah. don't oppose, don't don't say no just because it's her. Exactly. It's not exactly. party politics. And there's two. Oh. Also, some of them just ain't that bright. <laughs> Can we send them to Pier? Yeah, well, they some of them come from Pier. Or they go back to Pier. They're all up there today. Uh, what do you think that party's like? Where do people go in Pier anymore? Oh, God. I, the, it's I the uh, the long, what is it? The long. The, I barely know where to go here in town. The place, the, the, the place where they all go, it's got the sawdust on the floor that is... Frankly, one of the worst steaks I've ever had in my life and is just celebrated as this meat joint. And I'm like, this is not good. This is not a good steak, people. The Long Branch. Or I, yeah, Long Branch. Is that it? Now I'm probably going to get sued. It's not that good. No, you stated an opinion. You can't get... I can. Are we done? I think we're done. Do you have any other opinions? Well, I, I have many, many more opinions, but um, I, I, I think anything I have left over, we can talk about next time. Okay, well, I'd like to thank uh, Full Circle Book Club for letting us be here. Your conservative, communist, left-leaning, libertarian bookstore and cafe, 123 West 10th Street. It really is an awesome place. 90% of which isn't the state legislature there. The, of your whole rant there. No, right. Right. <laughs> We're fine. And, uh, of course, my sponsor, Northview Bait and Tackle. You're home for North Live Bait, Dead Tackle. Propane, propane accessories. U-Haul. Uh, self-storage. High-end dog and cat food. Go in there. Harass Stob for Peanuts me. Peanuts and a Coke. Peanuts and a Coke. That's all you need to know. I, I'm going to see if I can get it. I'm going to wait till Stob leaves, and I'm going to go in there and harass the help. He doesn't have any help. Uh, we'll be here next week, I hope. Maybe. Plus, I got you in trouble. No, it's fine. I, it's just a big day in my household. I got to go. Uh, thank you all for being here. Studio audience. Oh, my God. Yay. And we'll be back next week on the Patrick Wiley Show podcast. Thank you all. Bye-bye. Everyone is falling to the ground But I won't run away Taking just the things you know and love From yesterday Taking back that they, they think you know Cause I don't have no more for him No, I don't have no more for him Taking back face down to the ground Cause I don't have no more for him No, I don't have no more
Just like that, and the love is gone. Just like. 